dynamic performance, sophisticated British style, MG Pilot Smart Speed Assist, the new standard in performance, style and safety. With so many impressive inclusions, this is value you've never seen before. The all-new MG HS, the SUV you've never seen before. Welcome back to Gibbo Goes 101, driven by MG. My guest this week is the future of Australian basketball, young up-and-coming star, Oz Junior representative for multiple tournaments. Samuel Wigness, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. I like also how you were in the champion uh, jumper, uh, new sponsor. Oh. For the Oh, I like yeah. how you represent. Now I'm going to take you back. You grew up in TI. What age were you when you left TI? Um, so I no, no, I grew up in Cairns. I grew up from Cairns, but my heritage is from is from TI. Were you, were you born in TI though? No, no, no. I was born in Cairns. So I oh. born up in Cairns. Grew up, grew up. Yeah, grew up in Cairns, and then like whenever we have the chance to go back up and and visit family. But yeah, but I was originally born in Cairns. Okay. Grew up in Kansas, but but just went back just went back up to visit family. Like all my family's up there. So how often um, how often do you go back and visit? Uh not 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 that often to be honest. Like when we started oh whenever we have like Christmas pretty much. Whenever yep. we have Christmas, we'll go visit. But it's more like once we started getting into like the basketball phase, it was just whenever there was weekends, like we'll have to travel somewhere instead of go up. But yeah, but that was at like at the start of my like basketball journey pretty much yeah yeah gotcha I, like all of us it's so hard to get home when you're in season you're playing game like everywhere yeah. it's so hard yeah. um growing up in Cairns I understand that you also like playing rugby league but I think at the age of 10 your mum was like nah no more too much contact you give yeah. rugby league away that happened yeah that definitely happened that's how it all started pretty much like if you had to say when I was young like what I was going to be when I grew up I'd say like NRL player like in the like state of origin like in there like that was my dream to play there but yeah it all started off yeah growing up in primary school and then just playing football against like older boys like just loved it like yeah and then the older the coaches were like oh you want to come play up with the senior boys and mom's like nah I'm like no I'm not having it like where she'd always say wait your turn like wait for your age group yeah so yeah, once we played, we played touch first and then rugby league, you know. I feel like you're one of those people, like, when I was younger, I was, I pretty much haven't grown since I was, like, 15 years old. I've kind of been, mm. I feel like you would have been stronger back then, so you probably could have handled it. And you certainly haven't waited your time, like, I'll get to that, this stuff in a minute, but you've always played against men and, like, older guys throughout your career. Mm. But I feel like you would have been able to handle that. How was it finding out or having your mum say that you weren't allowed to play the sport you really love playing? Oh, it was tough because, like, I was in grade seven. Oh, even in grade seven, grade five, six, playing against like senior, senior boys, and I'm just like, nah, like let me go. Like first, I was like, I was mad. Like I was like, nah, you gotta let me go play with them. A couple of times I sneaked, sneaked off and played, but <laughs> yeah, I hated it. Like I always like to play with against the older boys. Yeah, that's how I felt like I could get better, and even for basketball as well. Like to play against the older boys, and I always try to adapt to that, but. Yeah, when I first heard, I was, I was heated for sure. You obviously still love the game. Do you, do you follow a team? And I'm assuming, not unlike Nate Jowell, I'm assuming you're a Queenslander. 
Oh, that guy is fake. <laughs> fake Queenslander. Oh, yeah, but yeah, Queenslander for sure. Um, I'm going to get to your housemate or where you live in a minute, but how yeah. good was the State of Origin game one? Uh, Queensland, no hope in hell of winning the game. Yeah. Down 10 zip at halftime, and I'm sure Kadi would have been watching the game as well. To, but to have it the was, Queenslanders come for that, that first win must have been a good feeling in the house. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, first like first half was quiet. Like, I was like, oh, this is not looking too good. But, oh, it was the best. Like, even, ja like, yeah, Jasmine and the little one, Louis, like, Queenslander as well. And, <laughs> oh, it was not looking good for us. And then second half, Dan Gaga put the gas on. And, yeah, it was looking deadly. Um, so obviously uh, you gave you gave away uh, rugby at a young age. I mean, you're only what you were ten or something. Um, mm. You're part of the Cairns Tiny Taipans. Um, I think at 11 years old, um, and you mentioned how you, you like to play against older players. Like you, you were able to play against some pro players, like whether it was the Taipans and Marlins, at a young age when you were with that Cairns um, Junior program. Yeah, so I'd I'd come, I'd watch because. I grew up like Fernie. I was on the Fernie's arm, so he'd try and get me into a couple of the Cairns Taipans practices like early on to see. But that's when I was like, I can't watch. Like I was just the type of I have to be there to develop. Like I'm not the type where I can sit and yeah. just aspect. I have to be in there to learn. So yeah, so Fernie put me under his arm to just watch the game on. But yeah, I'd play. I play against the older like you know Cody Sutman. Like they were in like that the senior like Kent's they would say like academy Taipan's academy yeah so I was just junior so I'd play against them and see how I could like adapt to them but like not really like I'd play against older boys but not to that caliber yeah yeah but that obviously helps you right I mean you said yourself you, you know you get better playing against tougher bigger bodies like that's probably helped you a little bit now I mean still obviously very young and still learning mm. but you had to do that at such a young age to play against bigger, bigger guys. Like that, that definitely would have helped you grow as yeah, in, in all aspects of, of basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the physical part, like I've, for me, I've never had that type of problem because like, yeah, from playing against older guys and just being like used to that contact and being able to adapt. It was just more the, the more of like off the court type of stuff. Like, discipline discipline and that type of stuff, like how to eat well and just that type of stuff i've learned i've learned that coming out of coming now into the pro life but yeah but the physical part was never never a problem so that really helped a lot yeah yeah for sure now you also i know you love afl so you've gone from rugby how to give that given that away afl i think you play with the menunda hawks i believe with and i don't know who alex davis is but i think he might have been a pretty decent basketball too but you played yeah. afl Obviously, love that as well. Oh yeah, so I yeah I played, I played AFL like to give it a go. Like we were pretty good. Like me and Alex, I think we went back to back seasons. Like when I first started, I only played two years AFL, but yeah, but that two years, yeah, we went back to back. And that our second team was yeah, it was a couple of good players. There was like Alex Davies and Hammerser from from the Cowboys. He yeah. plays the Cowboys now, fullback. Yeah, so yeah, so it was, it was pretty good. Good squad we had back then. The um the Gold Coast Suns did they try and scout you to go to AFL? Was that I believe that may have may have happened. I read online and they made yeah. an offer to go to the Suns Development Academy. Yeah, that was yeah that was my first year, my first year yeah. 
So first year I played, they wanted to like recruit me and say like, hey, we're, we're happy to give you give you a scholarship. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then that's when Fernie came crashing in and just said, Fernie's, Fernie's the one that made it in your mind up. Is that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it wasn't for Fernie, what, do you think you may have given uh, football more of a chance or do you think you still would have loved to, to go the basketball route? Nah, yeah, I, I was like locked in the basketball, like, because I always wanted to like travel the world. And I, that's why I pretty much, I'm thankful that I picked basketball because yeah, it takes me like around the world. So yeah. So I'd, I was already locked in the basketball pretty much, yeah. I'm going to get you traveling around the world. How, how much fun is it playing at nationals? Um, obviously, you get to play with your, your, your mates, your state mates. Um, obviously, it's not, mm. I mean, there's pressure to play nationals, but it's not like playing with a pro team. But how much yeah. fun to go to nationals and, and run around and shoot a whole bunch of shots and, and be the man, yeah. <laughs> and live, live the life, you know, all the other athletes in, in the country, all in the one place. Um, how yeah, much fun? Uh... It's a, it's yeah, it's the best because like just going from AIS and then coming back to play with like where you're, where you were like, where you started from, like where everything started began, where you had to show the Australian coaches like what you're made of and all that, and just to play with the boys that you pretty much grew up with. Like I'd say like our, our the season that we won, it was all like pretty much half the team were Cairns boys. Like we pretty much grew up like when we were young, so. It's always the best feeling to come back and play hard and just win with your with your boys that you pretty much grew up with. Well, because yeah, the best thing. Well, because AAS, there's a lot of it's not it's stressful, but like you have to be really locked into the AAS. Like you train all the time. You probably go on to school, but then you're right. You get to go back to your home state wherever it is and play mm. with your boys. It's just it's more fun. It's more relaxed. Um, yeah. You know, around and stuff. With AAS, it's yeah. a little bit more serious to some degree, but mm, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. That. 18. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, it is serious. And then when you come, like, you're still serious when you're playing, like, nationals, but it's, like, it's a bit, like, like a bit more fun now. Like, you get to, like, swag around. Like, you don't have to, like, play on, play on the head, like, every time. But, yeah, it's always it's always the best when you come back and play for Queensland. Tell me about the difference between the NBA Global Academy and the CEO. Because they're different, right? Like, how do, how do they work? Are they two separate things? Like obviously the center of excellence is mm. one thing, but the global Academy that like allows you to what travel around the world and do more NBA style events. Yeah. No, if, if it's not, it's not anything different to it. Like we all to, we all live together, but we have different programs, but we all live together. We all train together. Like there's no difference really. Like, if MBA has to, if MBA has to go, it's the only thing that's different about it is the MBA Academy, there's a bunch of global players. So there'll be guys from India. Um, oh my bad, sorry. You good? There'll be guys from like India, um, Africa, and just like global guys. And I think, yeah, five international players and then five Australian players that develop, yeah, that develop into the COE. So once they, get to like their senior age they go they change over to the coe so there's nothing really different about it like we travel together like if we go to italy or something we all we all go and yeah there's nothing really different different about it it's just there's no international players in there how was it how was a global camp i think it was in treviso italy how how was that and I th actually i think you played um with josh green as well um yeah it was a great experience i think it was my first time like 
going overseas to play against like that big tournament. Like, I didn't really think it was that big until we really got there. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is real serious. Like, yeah. Like, I think the whole crowd was just scouts, like no, no, um, no families, nothing. It was just straight scouts, like ready to see cameras everywhere. Like yeah, it was full on, like, yeah, our COE, our, both of our COE and NBA program went and we joined up to play against those European guys. So yeah, it was real good. Like how they play, it's a real different style to how we play every in Australia. But it was just good just going to see the world, but also seeing new players and how they play as well. I haven't really played in front of scouts. That whole scout thing was well past. I'm well past that era <laughs> in my career. But I would imagine, like, you play in front of crowds, it's one thing. But when you mm. have a scout who's legit, just make, like, almost staring at, like, everything yeah. you have, like, what you do, good and bad, like, that must be just out of pressure, especially when there's a whole crowd full of scouts just, like, eyeballing everything you do. Yeah, it is. Like, when someone scores, like, it's out of the teammate. And if the teams are not, like, cheering, it's just like dead silence, like yeah. they're locked in, like just trying to observe you. Yeah, it's real different. And then how was um the the basketball without borders? I think that was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, yeah. How was that traveling over there and playing? It yes, now? it was. There was two. There was there was one in Charlotte, and then the second one was in Chicago. But yeah, the first one was was real good. I got to team up with a couple couple uh, real good basketball players, uh, Matthew from France, and then. I think there's CJ from Canada, but yeah, it was real good. Like there was language barriers, some of the boys, but the way they play, like you can hear, like same as same as the Italy trip, like there was scouts everywhere. Yeah, and it's just like, like first I thought because I heard when other people went, they were saying like it was more like for yours, like they didn't really pass the ball and pass the ball that much. Like it was just create yourself for like show yourself, but. The players that I had was real good. I think we end up, yeah, we end up winning. We end up winning that tournament. Well, yeah, it was good. Obviously, you're around um, a lot of NBA players. Whatever, did you, did you meet anyone? Was there anyone in the crowd like NBA players? Um, anyone that kind of stands out? You remember like kind of seeing or meeting while you're, you're out there playing? Yeah, there was Jojic from the Denver Nuggets. He was there. Deontay Aiden. He was there, and. Um, I forgot that guy from uh, Sacramento Kings, the European guy. He's uh, real nice. Yeah, I know you mean. I can't think. Of yeah, I can't say his name. He's like his name's real, real hard. But yeah, but he was there, giving us a little pet talk. Where you can like see them guys like up close, like how tall they are. Yeah. Different world, huh? Different athletes. Yeah. Different like. Yeah. Kind of like. Um. Tell me what it means to, to wear the green and gold. You, you've obviously represented Australia, I think, under 16s, 17s, 18s, and 19s, I believe, for the mm. junior teams. But, you know, anytime I've seen a few of your videos on Instagram, just what it means to, to play with your fellow Australians and just represent mm. Australia and wear the green and gold. Like, what does that, what does that mean to you to, to be able to do that? Oh, it means a lot. Like, not even a lot. It means more to me. Like, representing, representing my country, but also my people as well. But, yeah, it's just... When you play, even if you play at nationals, it all starts at nationals. Like saying, like we always battle against, battle, battle to go against each other. Like taking all year to prepare for nationals, and then all going. Like you can see how 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 much they prepared to go against each other, and for us to join up together and go play other countries, it means a lot. But yeah, it's a the first time I did it was like every time I throw it on, it's it's a it's a different feeling. Yeah, and I always enjoy it when I. Get, uh, get the opportunity. 
Do you have a favorite place you, you've traveled to? Obviously, you've been to Italy, like America, a bunch of times. Like, is there anyone anywhere that you just think, man, I'd love to go back there again? You know, one day, maybe, maybe more as a holiday, because I know when you go on a basketball trip, you there, you don't get to enjoy much of the place, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you play every second day, you don't really get yeah. to sightsee. But was there anywhere yeah. you're like, man, I'd love to go back there for a week and just see everything and, and enjoy some time there? Greece, I'd love to go to Greece with the boys again. Not, not on a basketball trip, just. Just, yeah, on, the, <laughs> <laughs> on a holiday. Love it. Love it. Uh, now, you mentioned just before about um, not just representing, like playing for your mates, but representing your people. And obviously, it's NAIDOC week. What does that mean mm. to you, you know, with NAIDOC week? I think it started yesterday or, you know, a couple of days ago. It goes for the whole mm. week. But, you know, what does yeah. that mean to you to, to represent, yeah, your people, like you said? It um, means a lot. Like, for me, always traveling away from, away from my family and my culture, which is up in the Torres Straits, but to, it always shows me that like to come back and know where I'm from and our people and what, what my, what my elders have done for me. But yeah, it means a lot like for me to come back and feel connected to my identity and know that type of stuff. But yeah, it means a lot like, cause I'm always away from, away from home. I'm always like in Canberra and, yeah, whenever NATO comes back, I'm like, yeah, it just brings that pride in me that yeah, I'm Torres Strait and yeah. Did you ever did you have an idol growing up? Oh, Nate, Nate was one of my idols. Like, he was like these idols where I'd never seen him. Like, even if he's from Kent, I've never seen him. I only seen him when he was when he was uh, when I was a bit older, I think. But I'd always hear like, oh yeah, Nate, Patty. Yeah, Patty too. Patty, sorry. Yeah, Patty was there. I was just up to Patty and Nate. But yeah, but once I've seen, started to get like connection to Nate too. The funny thing is, me and Nate, like, uh, he's my uncle from my dad's side. So, like, not even from my dad's African, like from an African side. Yeah. Like, where he's my uncle. So, yeah. So, once we like actually found out, like, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was a bit weird, but yeah. But yeah, but I always look up to him. He's always giving me these pet talks, but Patty and Nate, and we even make uh, Patty too when he came to, we went to Sunshine Coast to train. He was, uh, was real good seeing what he's, what he does off the game, off the court, but also like when he plays as well. well it's amazing what Patty's done right off the court. Like obviously you know, the bushfire stuff, mm. um, the, the Black Lives Matter and the We Got You campaign yeah. that he's massive in. Um, you mm. mentioned about working out with him, like how, how good, how good was that to be able to work out with him? And I know Nate was a part of that, Tyson Demos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Work out with Patty, pick his brain. Like, um, you know, how good was that, first of all, just to be able to be on the same court and, and just chew his ear off with moves and, and whatever? Yeah, it was amazing. Like, the way you can see how they prepare. Because I think he was in his prepare state, uh, preparation stage for the for the World Cup. Yeah. So just, just seeing how he was getting ready, like, everything all planned out, the year planned out. So... So he, so he can get prepared to the for the World Cup. But yeah, I was more amazed of off the court how he how his diet and that type of stuff. And you can just see the way he's built, like it's just straight lean, like muscles ripped. So I was like, yeah, I had to adapt to that and slowly adapting. But but yeah, but he's yeah, you can tell he's like real disciplined on how he eats and all that. Yeah. You think? Um, what, what? Do you pick anything up on court? Do you think? Yeah, I could. I seen obviously the, the vision of that and whatever, and you know, tips and pointers and 
footwork and body movements and positions and stuff. Yeah. Is there anything specific you, you think you can take and or you did take to, to try and help your own game on court? Um, yeah, using the spacing of our speed. Man. So we're both like, yeah, obviously we're both like pretty quick, but just knowing how to use it. Like don't just do some fake move and not get any separation out of it. Just wasting, just wasting energy. I think that's one thing I've gotten out of it, how to use our speed, when to use it, when to see when other players are available, like open and that type of stuff. But yeah, but mostly that type of speed, how to use it and separation and stuff. So that's, that's the thing I've taken out of our workout in Shanshaka. And like you mentioned, the off-court stuff is, is elite. Like there's a reason why it's played so long wise. Yeah. Australian player, that, mm. like you said, his diet, um, the workouts yeah. that him and Alyssa do, um, mm. the time he spends in that is obviously why mm. and I'm assuming it's probably rubbed off. Of him him. As well, dude. Your body at the end of the day is going to make you the money. So if he takes care of that, then he's in good shape. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get on to the bullets. Now, obviously being a Cairns boy, we attempted to sign with the with the Taipans. Uh well, the attempt, nah. They were, I don't think they didn't end up get like giving me a a contract. Yeah, they didn't end up giving me a contract. Well, it was more cool. like I, I bet. I bet you if Fernie was still there, he would have thrown a, He would have signed you up when you were about twelve. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's so you, true. You chose, you chose bullets. Um, yeah. Was college ever an option, or you just wanted to stay and play uh, play pro and? Um, yeah, college was an option, but it was more like. Uh, it was more my dream was to play pro. I was never like I didn't know about college until I didn't know NCAA until when I went to the areas. And yeah. by that by that time, I was I was already off, like off it now. I was already like getting prepared to go to like play for Taipans and yeah, and get prepared for the NBL. So, but but Franny did get a couple of letters, but he was more like just lock in, lock in school basketball, school basketball. Like don't get caught up in the hype yeah. about letters and that type of stuff. So, yeah, so by that time, I was more, like, like locked in. And by that time, Fernie, like, already went to Charlotte and said, like, keep working. Like, don't get caught up in the hype. And I just made my decision. I'm just going to go play pro after that. You've um, you obviously been with Brisbane for a while. You were there last year, the pre-seasons last year. So you've been around a fair bit. But have you found your time, you know, with the pro team of, properly with the pro team and, and how good to, to actually be in the, in the contracted uh, group this year. Oh yeah. It's, it's the city's just beautiful. Like come from small, small city cans and then Canberra, like it's perfect, perfect weather back in the, back in North Queensland. So yeah, so it's, it's been good. And then the pro, the pro lifestyle has been amazing. Like just like, I think AIS for preparing me to come to this stage is just, once you come in here, it's exactly the same. Like you just slide straight in and just you're just playing against pros now and just battling battling at it every day. So I think they are yes for just developing developing me into straight into the um the bullets lifestyle. What's your uh, your mindset coming into this season? I know you're a little bit injured now and we've got plenty of time mm. before we actually start games, but your mindset and kind of goals you have for this season. Um yeah, you know, I was talking to CJ before and mentioned that you know when you sub in or when you play it's just something different to what Sobes and Kitty and these other yeah. guys bring are you looking to bring that kind of spark and pace and um you know what what kind of goals have you set yourself for this season oh for sure yeah just that pace 
pace is the most thing that I'm like, I really take pride in and just use my speed to pick up the pace. And if we're down and we're, we're losing energy and that type of stuff, just pick us up. I think being as a, a point guard role, you would know just being a leader, vocal, and just like, yeah, showing what I really have. Like, yeah, I'm, I'd say my game's different, but yeah, but just, just being a leader pretty much and just guiding our team and, you know, doing what I can to provide and help our team. You certainly bring something different, like I said, to, you know, Sobes and, and Kadi. Kadi's not a rocket anymore like yourself, so that's something different you can bring. I, mm. I did mention you do live with Kadi. Um, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, obviously what he does on the court, shoots three balls or whatever, but off the mm. court, he's, he's quite a larrikin. I, I see all his posts and I know he's got a son, so... <laughs> I feel yeah. like your second son, you know, sleeping in the back of the car on the way home. <laughs> what's, it, what's it been like living with Kadeh? Oh, it's good. Like, whatever whatever thing we have, like, we battle it off. That's the thing I love about Jason. So, it's like, we battle it. We'll battle it off at, at practice. But as soon as we get back to the curve, it's just like, like a lad, like, just going on about life. Like, yeah, but he's, they're real good. I love them. I've loved living with them. Like, Jason's little family as well. Perfect, yeah. You you've basically became an uncle to Louis. How's that? Yeah. I'm sure Kitty's absolutely milking that, like giving him yeah. more so he can go and do whatever he wants and just handball his little son off to you. Yeah, just give me Louis. Yeah, but Louis is different. He's real different. You'll see my stories and stuff. Like he's always up to something. Like just seeing him grow as well, like strength strengthens our bond. But yeah, our kids, I love him. And I know, I know. Obviously, having a kid, you buy you, you buy toys and you buy a lot of things for your child. Mm. And I could be deep down would be, be buying a lot of that stuff for himself. Like, yeah. <laughs> there've been a lot of toys and stuff. <laughs> like, could he buy your little son, or is that? Yeah. We'll be buying stuff for jet skis and the Jag. And like, because we have we have Louis, you have to you have to buy something for. But yeah, but Louis's been good. His birthday was just passing. He was just we were just getting random packages like everywhere from just for Louis. But yeah. But he doesn't even really need the toys anyway, because he's just, just hard-headed, like just constant, still just always doing something. Yeah, love it. I got, a, I got a few left for you. What's your your favorite shoe? Favorite basketball shoe to play in or to hoop in? My favorite shoes, I'd say Jordan Eleven, like Jordan Eleven lows. I, I love them. Yeah. Are you gonna sure. play in them? Yeah, they're pretty hard, but. <laughs> I'll I'll try them, eh? I'll try them out for sure. That might slow you down a little bit. So yeah, I recommend you wear them. Do you have a uh, yeah. favorite NBA team? <laughs> favorite NBA team? No, I don't really have a favorite NBA team to be honest. I, I have a favorite player. I have favorite players that I play for, like Kyrie, Lillard. Like I pretty much follow them, but yeah, never really locked into a team. Like used to be LeBron. Wherever LeBron goes, that's where we're going. That's pretty much oh. Jace as well. You're one of those guys, so I'm not going to ask you if it's MJ or LeBron. You're going to say. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! It's Michael Jordan. It's Jordan for sure. My man. It's Jordan um, for sure. If you're not playing basketball off the court, what are you doing? What are your hobbies? What do you What do you like? One of to my do? hobbies. I like my music. I'll like. I'll take time out of my day to update my music and research and research. Like take out of my time to like just update my playlist. No, yeah, and then Call of Duty. We need to link up on Fortnite soon. I thought we oh, needed to do. I was gonna ask. Yeah, I was gonna ask Xbox PlayStation. <laughs> uh, PlayStation. I know Kadi wants me to wrap this up so we can go play some Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, you are stuck on an island. 
you can only take Sobi or Khadiv. Now, just because you live with Khadiv, oh. you don't have to say him. I don't think Khadiv could fish to save his life or like. We'll, pro- we'll probably we'll probably survive on um Sobi's island. <laughs> <laughs> the way JC, Jason's like, no, I need that. Uh, last one. Who talks more rubbish, CJ or Harry Froling? Oh, Harry for sure. When Harry starts hitting a couple of threes, you you won't be able to stop hearing. Harry for sure. Is he called himself, talk- has he called himself the Aussie Jokic yet or not? Nah, we just call him Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Porridge. Absolutely yeah. love it. See, that's yeah. all I've got for you, man. I, uh, I appreciate yeah, no it. Um, um, I hope you get that injury uh, sorted out sooner rather than later. And all right. we yeah. can't, can't wait to see what you do in the next decade of, of basketball in Australia, bro. So I right. wish Thank you, man. Catch Appreciate you. it, bro. Thank you.